Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash zabe. What's next? What's happening? What you gonna do? You got the money you owe us, motherfucker? We're putting the band back together. You were the backbone, the nerve center of a great rhythm and blues band. You can make that live, breathe, and jump again. Well, me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. So what happens now? Is the food free or do we pay someone? Of course not. They send you a bill. We'll do it live. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. They came to work every day, and there were no days off. The show goes on. Right now, it overall, it's looking good. And here we are in Washington. So I invoke you today, Andy. You'll be very proud regarding one Jeff Saturday. You want to hear what your wit and wisdom was to my colleagues in Milwaukee? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll bite. Go ahead. On the uh, Jeff Saturday phenomenon, I said, mm-hmm. you know, my radio colleague Andy once said, everybody's got one good show <laughs> in them, huh? And I'm not saying that Jeff Saturday won't be a good coach going forward, but let's just pump the brakes a bit, shall we? After one effing win. You know, it, it also might be a perfect storm. I mean, of the 31 other possible teams that he could have played in his first game, that might have been the perfect one. They're a bigger mess than the Colts. Yeah, exactly. Yet, I heard many supposedly smart people go on and on about what a win this was and how impressive it was. And I said, am I missing something here? Because I don't think him winning was impressive or even that unusual. 
What did you think? Yeah. And, and well, here's something else. He was apparently allowed to use Matt Ryan. <laughs> right. Frank Reich, nope. he didn't have that option. Right. So he's playing the kid from Texas who's not ready to play. And now he's playing a quarterback, hello, who's taking a team to a Super Bowl. Right. And maybe he's not one of the top 10 in the league, but he's no lower than 17, 18, halfway through the league, wouldn't you think? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I kept saying to myself, do people not know the term dead cat bounce? That teams might play harder for a new guy because they realize all eyes are on them and they don't want to look like shitheads for playing badly? On the flip side, the indignities of the people who were coaches was really over the top. Did you see the Bill Cowher rant on CBS? Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that. Uh, I want to definitely get to that. But before we get to Cowher on this, um, are they considering Jeff Saturday for the full-time job? Uh, I would think you got to judge them on the last seven games, don't you? I, I, you don't have to, but they may. Like, no. when I asked that question earlier in the week when the change happened, it seemed like most people said, oh, no, he's not going to be the head coach. And I'm like, well, then why are they having him now? And the thought was, well, because he'll be able to tell Ursay what's going on with the team, who can play, who can't, who's a pussy, mm-hmm. who's tough what coaches know what they're doing, which ones are clowns, sort of be like a walking, working 5-0 for the owner. That was what I was told by many who thought it was a smart move. I don't think it's a smart move or a dumb move. I think it's a, well, we'll see, call me in a year and a half kind of move. Because you and I have seen enough coaches that looked great early and turned into complete clowns. Oh, let me tell you, I was the one who said about Steve Spurrier after he won his first game, well, it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yes, been there, done that. Here's the thing, though. Um, I think what he did, he's got two ex-head coaches on his staff, Gus Bradley and John Fox. Right. He may have come in and said, look, uh, I'm not going to get in your way. You guys do what you do. I'll make the decision whether to go for it on fourth and one and you know, a few things like that, and I'll, I'll work over the owner and get the quarterback in. We all want to play, and right. I won't get in your way, and maybe, you know, maybe that was successful. Yeah, I thought that uh, Bobby Bowden, quote, head coaching, three years after he stopped eating solid foods, was a pretty <laughs> impressive thing, not oh, this. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, Jimmy Johnson gets a lot of credit, but Jimmy Johnson had Norv Turner, who was not a good head coach but an excellent offensive coordinator, and I think he had a couple of defensive coordinators who were very good. And Jimmy just did the rah-rah stuff and the press and the psychological stuff with the players. And it worked. So, right. you know, maybe maybe this could, could you know, do I think this is going to be a successful seven-game run the rest of the way? No. But I, I'm shocked that this was not a complete disaster. Yeah, all right. Here's uh, Cower on CBS's uh, pregame show. You know, guys, I, I played in National Football League for five years. Okay, first of all, that, that to me is the most douchebaggy thing all these guys do. <laughs> the <laughs> needless elongation of NFL as Resident. National Football League. When right. they say the National Football League, they do it to try to sound austere. You can mm-hmm. say, I played in the NFL. You could say, I played in the league. Or you could just give your opinion. You don't need to say, I played. We know you played. You were a journeyman. Okay, fine. You know, guys, I I played in National Football League for five years. I went on to become an assistant coach right from playing the coach, and I was assistant coach for seven years. Hmm. 
blessed to be able to go to Pittsburgh and be a head coach at the age of 34 for 15 years. I'm speaking on behalf of the coaching profession. I know for a fact that Jeff Sarity was offered an opportunity to become a head, an assistant coach with the Indianapolis Colts multiple times in the last four years. He declined, Ooh. citing that he had a TV job and wanted to spend more time with his family. Mm -hmm. I get it. That's fair. I get it. Coaching is about commitment and it's about sacrifice. It's not just a job. It's a lifestyle. That being said, Jeff Saturday has taken a position this year as a consultant for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm -hmm. And he's talked to them weekly from his home in Atlanta. Wow. Now to find out on Monday, in that short period of time, he's now the head coach of the new Indianapolis Colts, overseeing a staff that he chose not to, not to choose. Not to join. Because of a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Jeff Saturday talked about in his first press conference the fact that he's going to use his second half as an opportunity to build his resume, to see whether or not he can coach in the future. Mm. I say to that, what about the assistants on the staff right now? The guys that were there in training camp, the guys that were there early in the morning and late at night, the guys that have gone through the first six weeks in that building, guys like Gus Bradley, Scotty Montgomery, uh, John Fox, don't they deserve the opportunity for an owner to hire a coach who's never been an assistant at the college level or the pro level and overseeing a very much a lot of candidates that are qualified for that job as we see in Steve Wilkes, an opportunity to build a resume. It's a disgrace to the coaching profession. Mm. And regardless wow. how this thing plays out, what happened in Indianapolis is a travesty. Mm. You know, well said. <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm kind of down with a lot of that, you know. I didn't know that he was offered an assistant position, and he went, nah, too much work. Well, look, an assistant position is not anywhere nearly as good as having a TV gig. I know. So I, I know. I so in other that. words, he said no to assistant, but, oh, you want to make me the head coach? Okay, yeah. fuck it, I'm in. And only right, for right. eight weeks? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, but but in terms of the equal rights for all these coaches who paid their dues, this is an irrational owner who can do what he wants to do. And if he wanted to hire you or he wanted to hire me, that would be insane, but he could do it. And so I, I, I don't see why this is, you know, an equal rights issue. Now the Rooney rule does not in, involve guys who are interim coaches. It's, so, it's not equal rights. It's who's really in the grind of the profession. Yeah. Okay. And but, so he, you know, look, he bypassed I, it. Look, look, I work hard, too. Nobody ever asked me to replace Bob Costas. It just is what it is, you know? Right, but what do you feel about somebody? Like I said, <laughs> I said, you know, I sit here and I do a radio show that has taken me my whole life to craft in terms of what I do, how I present, deliver information, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How do I feel when they just give the uh, a job, a key job to an ex-linebacker? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I like you, I say, well, I... I think it's bullshit, but it is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. If I'm if I run the station, I have the choice whether to hire the ex linebacker or an experienced broadcaster. But I don't own the station. I've been an employee my whole life. That's that. that I, I understand that after all these years, I don't get that shot. I, I I I take what's offered to me, and if they show me the door, they show me the door. There's nothing I can yeah. do about it. Uh, someone tweeted back at Cower saying, "Good time to remind people that when Cower was given his CBS job, was zero broadcasting experience there are yeah. about five thousand more qualified people than him not a lot of self-awareness is that a valid clapback 
Yeah, okay, yeah, you might go with that. How about how about when he got the job with the Steelers after a whopping seven years as an assistant coach? Right. Weren't there more qualified guys who put in their time, including minorities, who 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 didn't get you know at that time there was no Rooney rule, there was not this this outcry about uh, lack of minorities getting opportunities. So yeah. there's that. There was also um, who was the who was the lineman with the Browns, the Hall of Fame guy who played forever from Wisconsin, Joe Thomas. Yeah. yeah, Joe Thomas did like one of those two or three minute rants on the NFL Network talking about you know coaches who never get to see their families and you oh know, and right, right. yeah, and, and some couple of others. Tony Dungy Tony Dungy's said, like, yeah, I won a Super Bowl and I saw my kids four times a week. What are you talking? Yeah, and about? he said. I played for Chuck Knoll. He won four, and he had balance in his life. So, you know, I think we know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's uh, it just is a lot of posturing, I guess. There's a lot yeah. of people using this to strike a pose and to say, you know, how dare you and whatever. I, I think the key question is what does make a good coach in the NFL, and what are the unique challenges? And my answer to that would be just after years of observation, mostly bad ones coming through Ashburn, is that a coach has to be uniquely qualified to do a bunch of different things, such as A, know from an X's O standpoint what's good football, what's not, get good assistance to work with him together for a shared vision on board, not against him or subverting him, has to have a good eye for talent to then influence the general manager to draft the guys that you think would be good, and then extracting that talent once you get them on your practice field day after day, week after week, to suck that talent out of the corners of the roster. You have to manage up to the owner and the GM. You have to manage down to the assistant coaches and the players. You have to be able to be media savvy to know what not to say to slow your operation down needlessly with controversy or what do you mean by that kind of stuff. And then at the end of the day, to be a good coach, and this is key, Andy, the NFL or the National Football League, as they say, get a fucking good quarterback and hold on to that guy like it's a life raft. There's how you be a good coach in the NFL. But you also have to have good ownership. And if you look at the guys who succeeded, they they all have good owners. And and Washington is the perfect example. You've had, you know, Mike Shanahan was on his way to the Hall of Fame. He came here and it, it didn't work out, Erected. you know? Be, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, as great as Joe Gibbs was, he was okay in the second go round. Bad ownership. That's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. And, and even the good owners, quote unquote, good owners have to be managed upwards as a coach. You have to massage them. You have to gently mm-hmm. steer them away from bad ideas. You know, Belichick had to deal with Kraft when it came to Brady and mm-hmm. Garoppolo because that thing came to a head. Right. And right. I, I, I don't know if, Belichick wanted Brady to stay if he was going to rebuild under Garoppolo and draft picks they could have gotten for Brady or not. But, you know, it's just one of those things you have to handle. So, And don't waste your timeouts in the second half until there's two minutes left in the game. That's another way to be a good NFL head coach. Don't be a moron. Okay, Bills-Vikings game of the year. Am I right? You know, I've seen some some great games, and and there's a hesitancy to say that's the greatest regular season game I've ever seen. It's but up there. I, I can't I can't think of any better. Uh, and and it wasn't a, a well played game. You know, there were turnovers, there were penalties, uh, big big huge mistakes. But in terms of excitement, in terms of oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. 
Yeah. And, you know, it, like Let's, Jason Gay wrote, wrote a column today in, in the Wall Street Journal. He said, it's like I took my dog for a walk and he stole a car. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. What just and happened? Through the whole thing, how he hot wired the car and he drove it off a cliff, and you know, just all these. And, and that's it, that's it, great writing. Who wrote that again? Jason Gay, Wall Street Journal. Look it wow, up. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's a great it's a great column. But but the point is, is after it's over, and you know, maybe your wife hears you screaming in the other room, and she comes in and you say, and she says, "What just happened?" You go, "I don't really know if I, I can explain I, it." Right? To you. Can I explain it? I'm not even sure I remember it all. Yeah. Right. So here, here was a funny uh, thing that happened with uh, us at the Packer game. So the game, so the Bills Vikings is coming to a head right as we're mopping up tailgating and about to go in the stadium. Right. So mm-hmm. we're catching it on some of the uh, tailgate, you know, uh, trunk lid televisions that are running, watching the game, seeing how it's going. Okay. All right. Let's go have another bratwurst. Okay. Great. Let's go in the game. Wait in line. We don't see the game once we're in line. We get in the stadium. Then it's playing on some of the screens inside the concourse at Lambeau Field. Okay, we're walking to our seats, and I stop Josh, my producer. I say, I, I got to stop. I need to watch this. So we watch the goal line sequence, and then it goes to replay on the third down catch that was ruled a touchdown by Jefferson. And I said, I can't stay here and wait for the replay. We got to get to our seats because the game is about to begin. Okay, fine. We moved on. We get to our seats. Josh is looking at the result on his phone by the print description because mm-hmm. he didn't have – direct tv or sunday ticket i quickly realized oh shit i got sunday ticket i dial it up on my phone and i get the message it looks like you are in or near a stadium unfortunately due to nfl rules you cannot stream this product at this time and i said you motherfuckers here you are (laughs) giving me a message that essentially says oh i see you're spending money on our product Unfortunately, the money you spent on a version of our other product is not available right now to enjoy. Thank you. Sincerely, the NFL. The fuck? So I wasn't able to watch the end of it, but Josh is reading me the results. He's like, I can't believe it. The Vikings won. They were driving down. So we tried to explain it to our our guests, Mike and Janice, who were in the backseat of the car on the way home. He botched explaining it once. I said, no, 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 that's not how it happened. I tried to explain it. And I got the scores wrong. He goes, no, 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 those scores don't add up. And then it took us like 10 minutes to stitch together the narrative of how the Vikings won the game. And if you if you have to do that, you have gold in your hands, don't you, Andy? Oh, NFL yeah, absolutely. Owners. You it, have I mean, it, gold. It, 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 just, it just had every – I mean, if you just take that sequence down around the goal line where Kirk Cousins is stuffed <laughs> and then and – then, Vikings can't, and the Bills can't get it out, and they fumble even worse than taking a safety. Yeah, I mean, I'm old enough to remember the Joe Pisarczyk fumble, the Herman Edwards recovery, and the the miracle in the Meadowlands in in 1983. This almost takes Pisarczyk off the hook for that. Um, And uh, and Moose Johnston, what is he doing? You didn't see this. He's He's what is he doing during the game? He's a zilch. He's a, he's been a zilch. I've been saying he's a zilch, but because people like him because he's so amiable, they don't want to hear it. He's terrible. What did he, he say? Says, he says they're up four. He says take a safety. <laughs> Minnesota has forty-one seconds and a timeout. The way Kirk Cousins is getting the ball to Jefferson, there ain't no way if you punt it to him, they're not going to set up a field goal to win the game. What are you thinking? <laughs> but so it, it, he's advising them to take a safety. In that position. No, well, just fall forward. I know. Well, it's you say just fall forward. It's harder wow. than you think. They got they got I swamped. I mean, it's getting it out of the end zone where you're so backed up like that is not an easy feat. But um that that game was emblematic of 
again, why the NFL product is gold is because so many different things could happen, right? So many different wrinkles of the game and outcomes and turnarounds and stuff you've never seen before. Catches like the Justin Jefferson catch. Are you fucking kidding oh, me? That's That's got to be top 10 all right. the time. Has to be. And in the other sports, like basketball or baseball, guess what? Games are basically the same, right? Yeah. Somebody you know, you scores, somebody shoots. Right, yeah. but, right. But, but is, there, yeah. is there the variety of mayhem? No other sport has what Jason Gay aptly said was, I took my dog for a walk. You wouldn't believe this. He stole a car. Yeah. The right. NFL has that. And, and it's the perfect television sport. It, is. it just it just fits so well in the screen. Yes. It's unbelievable. Yes. And I and I forfeited such to stand around in the cold and be told by the NFL, oh, you're spending money on our product. Well, that other product you spent money for, you can't use. Thanks yeah. a lot, no. you assholes. Because because the, the money that you're spending to go to the game and buy their fifteen dollar <laughs> beers, that's irrelevant to them. There is a there is this is this is like Jed Clampett with the, with the oil shooting out of the out of the hole in his backyard. But <laughs> they, I don't understand how it they, protects their TV money. Like, why would it matter if I stream the game on my phone? I don't understand. Who, who knows? Maybe they're working on another level of payment that they can gouge you for down the line. I mean, everywhere they look. Now Germany is a, is a potential site because because people couldn't wait to get in the game to see Tom Brady I, yesterday. I was going to say, it was a, quite the atmosphere in mm-hmm. uh, Munich yesterday. Germans love their NFL football. They're, they're more gaga for football than the U.K. is, American yeah. football. Did you see them standing up and singing Take Me Home Country Roads, the whole stadium? <laughs> I, incredible, although somebody did text me on my show saying that apparently at, at uh, Oktoberfest, the yeah. original one in Germany, that's a thing. That, oh, okay. So I guess, I mean, who knew that Germans were big John Denver fans, right? I had no idea. <laughs> Make March Madness a moneymaker with my bookie. Getting started is easy. Visit my bookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 My Bookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Uh, the Broncos are flat terrible. They lose to the Titans 17 to 10. Fun stat for you. Ready? Yeah. If they had just scored 18 points a game, they'd be 8 and 1, Denver. Hmm. Well, well thanks. <laughs> Speaking of stats, the Cowboys lost a 14 point lead in the fourth quarter. I was there to watch it. It's the first time ever they were 195 and 0 in the fourth quarter, up 14. And I scratched my chin and said, oh, really? Because I remember a time that, and I go, oh, wait a minute. That was a 13-point lead. Yeah. Remember right. Santana Moss, the midnight, the midnight miracle, miracle, the yep. two touchdowns? The, 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 the Redskins hadn't been across the 50 all game, right? Until they hadn't the final. Scored a touchdown all year. They won their opener 9-7 over the Bears with three field goals. <laughs> right. So they were, they were minutes away from going uh, 0 for 2 in touchdowns in games. Yeah. yeah. And they incredible. had not been across the 50 that game against mm-hmm. Parcells and the Cowboys. They scored two over-the-top touchdowns to Santana Moss in the final, what, two minutes of the game to win 14-13? Something like that. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was incredible what happened. You just, you just couldn't believe it. And there were people, this is, this is the days before smartphones and there are stories of two guys walking out to get the paper at the same time in the morning. And one said, I can't believe they lost again. And the other said, what? You didn't stay up. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. What year was that? It was 2005. So it was year two of Gibbs. It was like, you know, he'd gone six and 10 the first year and come out of the gate with no touchdowns. You're like, Jesus, I don't think it's getting any better. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Steelers beat the Saints 20 to 10. I think we can put a fork in the Saints, huh? Yeah, I mean, it looks like, I mean, you, you're not going to ride with Andy Dalton. So, right. you know, that's, that's not going to work. How about the Colt McCoy sighting in Arizona? Cardinals beat the Rams 27 to 17. Colt McCoy is one of those guys you go, wait, he's still in the league? Well, not only that, but every time he plays and wins, there's some heartwarming story of, oh, how he's stayed with it, and he's never <laughs> given up. You know? Now, he's, he's facing You're like, why would he give it up? He's a, yeah. He likes doing this. He gets a chance every now and then. They still pay him $2 million to be a backup. Right, and, and he's facing a backup with the Rams, too. I mean, you, you Stafford didn't play yesterday. Right. Uh, the Niners beat the Chargers 22-16. Uh, I think this uh, McCaffrey trade is going to work out pretty, 
print day good form, late touchdown form there. And then tonight, uh, the close of week number 10, it'll be your commanders and the Eagles. Any hopes for an 11-point underdog upset? Yes, because in the National Football League, you've got to be really, really good to go 9-0. and And eventually, you stumble. So, uh, you know, I, I, are the Eagles better than the commanders? Absolutely. But could somehow they find a way to win? I don't know. I mean, the, 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 the big thing that the Eagles are doing, and this is how you win in the National Football in League. the National Football League. Is you don't turn the ball over. So they're plus 15 on turnovers, leading the league. And yep. uh, and that's but you know a couple of bounces here and there you never know. Yeah. Speaking of the Commanders, did you hear your probable soon new to be owner Jeff Bezos on CNN this morning? I saw that. That uh, yeah, he said here. that football was his favorite sport and he wouldn't rule it out. No. Here he is being interviewed with his new trophy girlfriend, girlfriend Lauren Sanchez, former television news anchor from L.A. at his side being interviewed about, well, do you think you might want to become an NFL owner? There's some buzz that you might be adding NFL owner to your resume. <laughs> yes, I've heard that buzz. I do like football. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to throw that out there for everyone. Okay, I'm already off the rails on this. Like, why does she have to say that, Andy? Because she, she knows she's with one of the richest. I don't know if he's number one now, but he's one of the richest men in the world, yes. certainly in the U.S. Yeah. And she knows rather than say, yeah, I really like that painting or that rug would look nice in the foyer. She can say, I'd like a team. And he and she knows he can write the check for okay, it. Okay, but who cares what she likes? Well, she's the trophy girlfriend. She who cares what she... you like? Shut up and let your man answer the the question. <laughs> well, I, I, there's not much I can say about that right now, um, but uh, she does like football. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you have the rights to Thursday Night yeah. Football on Amazon. Yeah. So... Even if you can't talk about that specifically, is owning a professional team something that perhaps was always part of your dream? Well, I grew up in Houston, Texas, and I, I played uh, I played uh, football growing up as a kid. It is my favorite sport. You know, we'll just have to wait and see. Once again, I do like football. <laughs> God, she won't stop. That's your, new, that's your new owner, Eddie. That's your new owner. It's so do think, done. It's such do a done Danny, deal. Do you think Danny threw his breakfast at the TV when he saw that? <laughs> no, because I think Danny said to the NFL, I'll sell, but the number is $7 billion. Right. And the NFL okay. said, well, we got a guy that has, hold on, let me check his wallet, 172 of those things you call a billion, which is a thousand a million. So, yeah, we got a guy that can afford it, even though he's lost a lot of money in the, in the latest uh, you know, economic downturn. Well, they'd get it back. But here, here's something else. Maybe Are he's you, also maybe he's also putting it out there because he doesn't want to get in a bidding war with anybody else. And he may know that Danny has to sell. War. And he's well, I mean, because if if they know Bezos is in the is in the mix there, uh, that the others may up their bids and, and Bezos may scare everybody away and he says to Danny, the number's five, it's not seven. You ready? You know, that, that could be a way really? to do business. You think, I don't he's, know. you think he's going to worry about uh, getting a bargain on this NFL team? Hey, the nation's capital? hey, 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 hey. That, 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 no matter how rich you are, you, you don't want to pay overpay. That's, you well, know, guys okay. that rich don't get rich that way. Okay, but uh-huh. one, guy that, one guy that overpaid was Steve Ballmer buying the Clippers for $2 billion. 
that right, was unheard of for an NBA franchise. He overshot the highest NBA franchise by like a billion dollars and didn't blink and didn't look back. Now, is it worth more now? I'm not sure, but my guess is, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's true. But I think also, you know, maybe he, maybe the number seven is still, you know, maybe that's as far as they can go. How many how many people can write that kind of a check? There are people that can write two billion dollar checks. How many can write seven? That's, I don't know. That's a good point. Uh, Giselle is back on the market again. What? No, wait a minute. She's off the market again. Now <laughs> dating her jujitsu instructor, Joaquim Valente. Well, she seems to be taking the divorce in stride, Andy. Yeah, why not? I mean, if, if, you, if, if, if you're a supermodel and and uh, and you're on the market, I would think it's not hard to find a date. No, I think not. But I uh, just find it it's amazing how fast everything is moving, uh, indicating that yeah. maybe they had already been leading vastly separate lives for quite a while now. I think so. I think I think that was that was pretty clear. And and you know, and he's. He's, he's letting down his hair, going out for passes yesterday. <laughs> yeah, what did you think of that, by the way? I mean, like, why do NFL coaches run trick plays for quarterbacks to begin with? They're too valuable to risk getting lit up. And then a guy who cannot run in Tom Brady. I, I don't get that at all, other than maybe it's Brady saying, okay, uh, this is my last year, so the one thing I'd like to do is to catch a touchdown pass. So please incorporate that into the into the gameplay. He's apparently caught three passes during his entire career. But whenever you have an option pass for a running back to throw the ball to a quarterback, he's going to throw the ball. That that that's a, a foregone conclusion. Right. Because quarterbacks are thinking, oh, these pretty boys, they get to sit back there and throw a pass. I want to see what that's like. It's like, you know, the center always wants to play point guard. Yeah. So in an option play like that, you knew Fournette was going to throw him the ball. Yeah. All right, finally, Super 70 Sports is one of the great follows on Twitter. I know you follow Love him. Um, he has a tweet here showing an old television with the bars and tone test pattern mm-hmm. that would run at 2 a.m. usually with most stations when their broadcast day ended after playing the national anthem. And his tweet was, try explaining to your kids sometime that television used to just fucking stop back in our day, as in, Go to bed. We'll do it again tomorrow. Television. Yep. Yeah, I remember those days. And, of and course, was... I remember it as well. But you do? now, yes, I do, Andy. I mean, okay. I'm I'm 54 years old. For God's sakes, I'm only 10. Oh, but years... I'm 10 years older than you. So I, know. I, I was I they... was thinking I was maybe 12, 13 when that changed. But maybe not. Maybe no, just... I think stations went off the air. Local stations went off the air. I mean, okay. I, you know, it used to be that, you know, old men would fall asleep to the TV mm-hmm. and they would be woken up when the national anthem would come on to right. signal the end of the broadcast day. But it got me to thinking that you and I should take a little time to think about things in sports and in life that if we had to explain to our kids, they wouldn't believe it, such as, you know, television stopped every day back in the day and then started over in the next morning. They wouldn't right. believe that. What in sports, like, if I had to explain it to you, you probably would say that can't be possible. Well, I mean, this is relatively recent, but things have changed so quickly with StubHub that there was a no scalping zone at the Orioles games in the early <laughs> days when it was, it was tough to get into that stadium. Okay. So you, you, if you were selling your tickets, you had to go into this area where you couldn't charge over the, the face value of the ticket. 
um, you know, there's there's that. Whew, I mean, I have to think about that, but how, that's a pretty I, good topic. How about the one of how did uh, Bill Russell end up on the Celtics? And the answer is yeah. the regional draft rules in the NBA. Right? No, actually, that 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 wasn't that wasn't how he wound up. That's more. I'll get to Will Chamberlain in a second. But what they did was uh, he was he was owned. The rights to that pick were owned by I think Rochester or oh, somebody, yeah. and they had and they had the ice capades. And somehow, I mean, I'm probably getting this wrong, but there's something involved with them giving the team the rights to the ice capades so the Celtics could draft Bill Russell. The the regional one is Will Chamberlain. And if if you went to a college that didn't have an NBA team nearby, your regional rights transferred back to where you went to high school. So Wilt had gone to high school in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Warriors got him. Oh, that's, that's, my God. That's how that worked. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. All right. Mm. I've got just for you and just for Jeff Saturday, one of the great songs of all time, Saturday in the Park by Chicago, to close us out today. All right, Andy? I love that song. It's a good one. All right. Uh, We'll check in next week, but thank you for your time, as always, my friend. I'd say take care. See you, buddy. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.